come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Ser sentados, por favor. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 119 of Word on the Main Street podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Sean Lords. And I'm Brian Lords. And um, today is a special day. Yay. It is a very special day. Yes. Uh, if you happen to be a fan of Disneyland, it is a special day. Um, it's a special day whether you're a fan or not. Yeah. That's In true. In my opinion. That's true. <laughs> uh, but before we get into that, we do want to thank our beautiful, talented, amazing sponsor, Getaway Today. Absolutely. Getaway Today is a fantastic company to work with if you are planning to visit the Disneyland Resort or other places. But why would you visit other places? Psh. Star Wars Land's <laughs> open. Or I guess Galaxy's Edge. Why go to another place when you can on go. Earth? When you could go to another planet. Yeah, absolutely. And Getaway can help you get away today, not get away. Get away today <laughs> can help you get there. So um, go ahead and give them a shout. But when you do, make sure you let them know about our promo code. That's Main Street 10. It's all lowercase, the number one zero. It's going to get you $10 off any two-nighter longer Southern California travel package. So you can visit them at www.getawaytoday.com or give them a call at 855-GET-AWAY. That's 438-2929. All righty. And then this week at the Disneyland Resort, super easy. Oh, wait. That $10. There you go. If you're going to be there this summer, that $10 could get you. Susie's, uh, is it Susie's churro over in Cars Land? Is that her name? Sally. 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 You can get uh, Sally's summer churro, which is a strawberry cheesecake churro. Strawberries and cream. Strawberries and cream churro. Something like that. I I should probably figure this out before I tell you to go buy it. But it looks delicious. Jeez. But also very messy. So go check that out. And uh, get yourself one for that $10 you just saved. Absolutely. Uh, But yeah, this week at the Disneyland Resort, hours again are very, very simple. I love this time of year. I know. Uh, Thursday, July 18th through Wednesday, July 24th, Disneyland's open 8 to 12 with DCA open 8 to 10. So enjoy the maximum hourage. That you'll uh, obtain when you go to Disneyland this Absolutely. week. Absolutely. Um, and then closures. Mickey's Sensational Parade will be ending today. This today. is the last day, the seventeenth of July. AKA some something's birthday is today as well. Hmm. Um, Wonder what that is. <laughs> Mickey's Sensational Parade will be done after today, and tomorrow it will be replaced. By the Mickey and Friends Cavalcade. Which isn't a lot, but from no. what we were talking about last time, I actually would like to see it and right? see what characters show up. I wonder uh, wonder who's going to show up. Yeah. It sounds like it could be different every night. If you're going to well, be day. there, let us know who shows up. Oh, yeah. Because who did we see? Oh, man. They had the pictures. Uh, Big Bad Wolf was didn't out. Was, was um, it that picture that had the Br'er Rabbit? Br'er? Mm-hmm. Br'er Fox. Rabbit, Br'er Fox, and Br'er Bear, I think. That's awesome. Yeah. It's not every day you who see knows? those out and about. Who knows who you will meet? Well, yeah. I don't know if you're going to meet them, but who knows I don't know if you do. who you will see Yeah. In it the could cavalcade. be some good ones. Yes. So check it out. So just go every day, see who... Well, uh, every day until Main Street Electrical Parade yes. starts at the beginning of August. Yes. So you've got a month. About well, not even a month. Roughly. Roughly a month. Yeah, something rough. Like that. That's what Pluto would say. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then California Adventure Red called. Oh my gosh, Red Car Trolley is closed until spring of 2020, <sighs> which is when I assume Stark Industries will pack up their construction and uh, get out of there. Yeah, 
Well, they'll be there. But um, speaking of the red car trolley, the Newsboys show is ending, which sounds uh, to me like things are going to be ramping up in yeah. the building up of the Marvel area. So yes, I don't remember the exact day that that's closing, but it's going to close. Let me. Uh, you guys will know once we <laughs> once we know the date. I should have written this down. I just read it and thought, oh, (laughs) I need to talk about that. Awesome. Are you going to have it in like two seconds? Because if you're not, I... Oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to, you know, walk us on over to Brian's Trivia Corner. (laughs) You can walk us over there, and when we get to the corner, I'll have the answer. How about that? All right, guys. Pack up your things. Let us head on over to Brian's Trivia Corner for some delicious... Trivia-ness-ing. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Brian's Trivia Corner. It is literally in a corner. All right, everybody, it is trivia time. Yippee. Who's excited for this really long trivia answer (laughs) that was frustrating Sean last week as I was putting this in? Well, he was trying to read something, and it kept moving it all around. It sure did. I'm excited for it. <laughs> so the question was, how far away from the hot dog stands did Walt originally have the garbage cans, and why? So upon Googling to verify, I found that this was not just the hot dog stands, but how far apart garbage cans are as a whole. Um, Interesting. So... Walt wanted to know how long it would take for somebody that's in the park to go with trash in their hand before they just let it go and yeah. it just fell to the ground. Um, so he sat on a bench in the park and he watched people. <laughs> that's crazy. He watched and he counted <laughs> steps from the time that they would finish to the amount of steps they would take before they'd just drop it. So did, and did he just like take away garbage cans? I think he just was. I don't. I think it was before they had like planned exactly uh, how far apart they'd be. So there were probably just garbage wherever. cans wherever in the park <laughs> at that time, or maybe next to like the food stands yeah. or something. So anyway, he got an average, and he averaged it out so that he would have <laughs> garbage cans placed strategically so that people would be able to throw their trash away rather than think to just drop it on the ground. Interesting. And that number was 30 feet. That's crazy. So, yeah, I got the why on that question first. Yeah. But yes, the distance is 30 feet. Yeah, and as far as I remember, I haven't, like, had to search for a garbage can. Oh, no. There's always one nearby. And even in the queues, you Mm -hmm. have garbage cans. Yeah. So, yeah, he figured um, he was counting steps and he was just looking where people were letting go of the trash, whether it was in a garbage can or (laughs) if they just dumped it. And it was on average 30 30 steps, so they put them 30 feet apart. Interesting. Yeah. A wise man, that Walt. Yeah, he he was thinking. (laughs) I mean, he wanted this park to be a nice place. He'd been to other parks around. And he saw how they ran, how trash would dirty they are. get <laughs> piled up and it kind of end up a little dirty and grungy. He didn't want that. He wanted something pristine that families could go and enjoy. So that was the answer to last week's question. But let's move on to this week's. And that question is, on what street was the original Disney studio located? I also have a bit of trivia about this place, but I can't tell you guys. We can tell them next week. Until next week. That? So, um, just remember the original Disney studio. They yeah. did move later on to a bigger place on a more well-known street, I think. Yeah. But uh, what street was it that the original studio was located? Can I give a hint? Sure. There is a connection between this location and a place in the Disneyland Resort Mm, I don't know if I know what you're talking and, about. And uh, we've talked about it in previous episode. Well, a previous episode. Huh. I don't know if so. I remember. <laughs> we're going to have to discuss after we're done <laughs> recording this show because I'm curious now. Oh, yeah. 
So anyway, cool. Well, Fun anyway, fact, if you guys week. know the street um, or think you know the street, send me an email at Brian dot W O T M. Oh, Brian, that's B R Y A N dot W O T M S at Gmail dot com. Awesome. But awesome. All right. Well, as we uh, head on back to uh, not the corner. Back to the open. Did you say the date? Oh, by the way, <laughs> July 23rd is the end of the news car or the newsboys show. Um, from what I am reading, they were running the show without the news car. Oh, really? And they didn't even bring it out? No, they, they didn't have it at all. So I'm assuming all the cars are back behind yeah. walls now. So um, I guess attendance had been lower than it was originally. I could yeah. not imagine why. <laughs> but there's no information on if this closure is going to be permanent or if it's just going to be when the red cars yeah. start running again that they start doing the show. Interesting. So keep your eyes and ears out there. See if we hear any information oh, on yeah. the future of the Newsboys. Bum, bum, bum. All right. Well, let us uh, do some weekly Disney trivia. Uh, this is a big week. You mean Disney history? Disney history. Well, we it's trivia, trivia, you know what I mean? Like trivia in the sense of. Just of facts. facts you know? Yeah. I get what you're saying. Uh, so, yeah. I just th- don't want you stealing my <laughs> trivia thunder, you know. So this week in Disney history, uh, we'll start with July 17th today. Um, There's actually something before the big one. But uh, 1937, Bill Justice started his first day of work at Walt Disney Studios. Uh, So he was um, an animator. Uh, he worked on Fantasia, The Three Caballeros, Alice in Wonderland, Peter Pan. Um, and then he actually went on as an Imagineer and programmed uh, some figures for Pirates of the Caribbean, Haunted Mansion, and Country Bear Jamboree. Cool. That's uh, pretty impressive for an animator to like know how to program. Oh, yeah. I don't know. That's crazy. Uh, but anyway... He was named a Disney legend in 1996, which cool. is a big reason why I wanted to put him on here. I like to add all the Disney legends. Back when Disney legend meant something. Yeah. Because now we're just throwing people in as a Disney legend. Yeah, I, f- I feel the same way. Why is Christina Aguilera a <laughs> Disney legend? I don't know. I get that she was in Mickey Mouse Club, but... What else? What else has what she done? What big thing has she done I, for I mean, I Disney? know that she sang Reflection in Mulan. Not in the movie, but in the like end credits. Oh wow! <laughs> but other than that, I don't. I sorry, I just don't get that. That's what I've, really grinds my yeah, gears right now. I do feel like Disney Legends should be reserved for somebody that's made a huge impact. Mm-hmm. Uh, in like the Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, I mean, what three He's, Iron Man movies? All the Avenger movies. Then the Avenger movies. Plus Civil cameos, War, in, if, unless you count Civil Wars. An Avengers movie. Cameo and Spider-Man Homecoming. Yep. I mean... A lot. <laughs> and I'm sure there's other things that he's done as well. And uh, he did make a big sacrifice. He did. If you haven't seen the movie. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, if you haven't seen the movie by now, <laughs> I'm sorry, but you deserve to have it spoiled. <laughs> he made the ultimate sacrifice. Uh so yeah, uh, and then he had a funny quote that I, I had seen about his first day of work at Walt Disney Studios. Uh, he said, I showed up wearing my best suit, and that was a mistake. I wanted to make a good impression. Los Angeles was very, very hot, and there was no air conditioning at the Hyperion Studio. <laughs> so the other guys looked at me like I was a hick. The next day, I dressed more comfortably. That's funny. Uh, so yeah, don't always, you don't always have to dress to impress, I guess is the moral of that story. <laughs> uh, so July 17th, 1955, Disneyland opens. Yay. Fantastic it's Disneyland's birthday. News. Happy so, birthday, uh, Disneyland. Yeah. Happy birthday. Happy 64th, right? 64th birthday. Yeah. That's insane. 
65 will be next year. That's crazy. And will be able to retire. Yeah. Can get that uh, senior citizen discount. Yeah. When it goes out to um, a brunch, I mm-hmm. guess. Cause it, yeah. Yeah. Got to eat those meals early. That's right. When you're 65. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Basically that day, July 17th, if I remember correctly, was actually more of a day for press and such invited guests. Um, so I believe, yes, uh, Walt Disney was there, of course. Television crews, Art Linkletter was there. Good friend of Walt Disney. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ronald Reagan showed up. <laughs> um, not presidential. Not presidential. Ronald Reagan. Actor, this was the 50s, people. Actor Ronald Reagan. Uh, Bob Cummings, The Masketeers. Thoreau Ravenscroft was there. Uh, and California governor at the time, Goodwin J. Knight, as well as 28,000 guests there for the uh, opening cool. day. So uh, pretty awesome. Congratulations on your 64th year today. That's crazy. And still the largest. Wait. What? To date, probably in 1955, being the biggest live telecast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. That's definitely not the case today. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Happy birthday, Disneyland. There's yeah. going to be a lot of uh, opening day stuff going on in this week. Couldn't imagine Disney why. Disney history. So stay tuned. Uh, also, on July 17th, 1989, the Splash Mountain Dedication Ceremony takes place at Disneyland on the park's 34th birthday. So today is also Splash Mountain's, uh, what, I'm trying to think, it'd be, it's not, I don't know, I'm trying to figure this out, 20, uh, how many years has it been? Since it opened? 30 year anniversary? Yeah, 1989? Yeah. Dang, Splash. 30 years old. Still one of my favorites. Um... So, uh, 30 like, years old. Um, like, like we talked about last week, Ernest was there. Yeah. Uh, ready to conquer AKA Splash Mountain. Jim Varney. Yeah. Uh, Nick Stewart was there. He's the voice of Br'er Bear. Um, Chairman and Chief Executive Officer, a.k.a. CEO. <laughs> Michael Eisner was there, as well as Br'er Rabbit, Br'er Fox, and Mickey Mouse. <laughs> and they uh, were there to turn on the water pump. Create a big splash. Nice. Um, that was the dedication, I guess. Yeah. It actually opened to the public tomorrow on that uh, on that year, 1989. So kind of like Disneyland. Yeah. So little press thing but, one day and then open to the public. Yeah. So, but today is considered the birthday of Makes both sense. Disneyland and Splash Mountain. So um, if you're gonna if you're there today, they're probably gonna have some kind of Special merch, I would imagine. Maybe a special photo op. Maybe a special churro. I've actually seen the special photo op. It's already out. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's just one of those big frame things, and it's like you're in the log. Oh, yeah. There's water going everywhere. It's cool. Splash Mountain. All right. 1992 on July 17th, Milt Albright retires. It wouldn't be an episode <laughs> if I didn't mention that Milt Albright was the manager of the first failed land yes. at Disneyland. Um, so he retired in 1992, and he was Disneyland's first official employee. So good job, Milt. Way <laughs> kind to go. Of. <laughs> Just don't ever go to Holiday Land again. Yes. Uh, he was also a Disney legend, named a Disney legend in 2005. Uh, 1996, July 17th. A fitting day to do something (laughs) like this. Disney announces plans to open Disney's California Adventure theme park as part of the expanded Disneyland Resort in Anaheim. Uh, So that was a big announcement. It's come a long way. Oh, long way. Since then. So good job, Diz. And then 2015, July 17th. Disneyland Resort President Michael Cole Glazer, Glazier, 
Glazer. Glazier. Glazier. <laughs> he's joined. Uh, he's joined by Mickey Mouse and special guests at Sleeping Beauty Castle to commemorate the resort's 60th anniversary. Um, which, if you didn't get to enjoy the 60th celebration, it was awesome. Yeah, I wish I could have <laughs> gone. Um, they actually did a lot of stuff for that. Uh, they added some cool effects to Big Thunder, mm-hmm. to the Matterhorn, to Peter Pan. The Walt Disney-inspired World of Color. Yes. Um, the windows on Main Street were redone. Oh, yeah, the new Those magic awesome. windows. Uh, and the Hatbox Ghost. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. That was a big year. Um, yeah, they did a lot. Um, and then they, they played... They did more for that than they did the 50th anniversary. Oh, uh, then they played Walt Disney's um, speech That's on cool. some big screens. Actually, our parents were there on July 17th, they were. 2015. They got one of the cupcakes. They got a cupcake. Um, it says here in attendance is Ron Miller, who's a former CEO of the Walt Disney Company. He was also Walt Disney's son-in-law. Um, our parents actually got to see... Um, uh, why can't I think of his name? <laughs> this is embarrassing. Songwriter Robert Sherman. Oh yeah, they saw him uh, perform <gasps> "Feed the Birds," I believe, which would have been awesome. That's that. Did they record that? I think so. I hope so. I think I can't remember if he sang it. That's or if he Richard just played the Sher- pi- piano. Richard Sherman. But they had You'd- one of the stage Mary Poppins people. Uh, sing it, I believe. I believe. I huh. can't remember, but I know he played. Yeah, I think you're right. It was like the Broadway Mary Poppins, yeah. I think. But Richard freaking Sherman. I know. Played the piano. Ah, anyway. and we're not going to have him a lot longer. <laughs> nah, so he's getting getting old. So if you get a chance to see him. That's that's a treat. Oh, for sure. All right, that is July seventeenth. All right, let's move on to the next day. As we progress through these days, there's less and less, so don't you guys worry. <laughs> yeah, don't, not every day is going to take this long, unless I don't shut up about all the extra stuff. So July 18th, this was the day that Disneyland opened to the public. So 1955, July 18th, it opened to the public. Disneyland opened to the public at 10 a.m., and it was a humid day. A lot went wrong, but... The admission cost one dollar. But at least the pirates didn't eat the tourists. Yeah, that's true. Thank that you, Dr. Malcolm, for that observation. I mean, it wasn't built yet, but, you know. It's true. What are you going to do? Uh, they didn't know that when they wrote it. They, they didn't, didn't do their research. No. Terrible writers. I know. Just kidding. Uh, also in 1955, Dave McPherson, or McPherson is probably how you say it, uh, he was way. 22 years old. He was from Long Beach. He was the first paying guest into Disneyland. Uh, he waited in line all night to purchase his ticket. Um, because of this, he was given lifetime passes, good for him and three other people, to uh, Disneyland and eventually Walt Disney World and Disneyland Paris. Jeez, guy's been treated well. I know, just for buying the first ticket. So let's see, he was 22... <laughs> 64 years ago. Yeah. So, 86? I mean, now? he... I don't know if he's alive, but... He if he still... is, does he get to go to Shanghai and Tokyo? I don't know. Maybe they I only... need to know these things. <laughs> I don't know. Disney, update some stuff. Let um, me know. I didn't put it on here, but I did read that uh, Walt Disney posed in a picture with the first two children... That entered the park. Oh, that's cool. Um, and awarded both of them with lifetime passes as well. Disney was just like, lifetime passes? Yeah. <laughs> Where was I? <laughs> well, Not I born. <laughs> Not born. There um, was somebody that could have gave me that pass. Right. Uh, also in 1955, the park actually stayed open until 10 p.m. that day. So a good 12 hours. Um, it was visited by 50,000 people. That's crazy. Um, especially for how small that was back yeah. then. Uh, and Puffin Bakery opened for business on Main Street, which is no longer Puffin Bakery. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
1965, 10 years later, they opened Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln to the public. After, uh, it was a day after the official dedication, which I should have mentioned oh. yesterday on July 17th. Jeez. Um, and this was at the new and specially constructed Opera House on Main Street, USA. It used to be the wood shop while yep. they were building Disneyland. So there you go. Great moments. It's a good good show. Go yeah, check it out. still a good show. Uh, it has changed a little bit since its inception, but it's still, still great. awesome. I would say maybe even a little better in some aspects nowadays. Uh, July 19th. See, that was easy. Right? July 18th was super easy. Yeah, not bad. July 19th, 1955, uh, there was a 12-year-old from California named Tom Nab. He started his job at Disneyland as a newsie slinging the Disneyland news at Disneyland. Nice. Um, it was published monthly, and people could purchase this for a dime to see what was going on a at Disneyland. A dime for a pape? Dime for a pape, and uh, Nab got to uh, collect three cents per copy sold. I think that's better than the newsies in the movie newsies. Right? <laughs> I guess you got to work for Disney. I guess so. All the big bucks. It could be worse though. I don't remember what they made. Um, he also became the first Tom Sawyer at Disneyland, which is kind of cool. Uh, he was a monorail manager, and then became the manager of distribution services at Disney World. And then he was named Disney Legend in 2005. How crazy is that? That's cool. You start as a kid slinging papes at Disneyland. Next thing you know, you're a Disney Legend. That's crazy. Crazy stuff. Uh, 1989, uh, Walt's Nine Old Men and Ub Iwerks are inducted as Disney Legends on July 19th. Uh, the ceremony was held at the Disney Legends Promenade. Um, and uh, Mike, Michael Eisner, and Roy E. Disney presented them with their Legend Awards. Yeah. Probably some of the most deserving people oh. of Disney Legend Awards. Oh, for sure. Out of anybody that's <laughs> ever been given the award. Agreed. Totes, my goats. All right. That's it. Not for, up uh, on that young hipster lingo. <laughs> I learned it from that. Wonderful commercial with uh, James Earl Jones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Totes, my goats. Uh, July 20th, 1955, the Tomorrowland Boats debuted in Disneyland's Tomorrowland Lagoon. Uh, it had 14 brightly painted gas-powered fiberglass boats and uh, ended up closing. It's not nice. there anymore. So. It was the park's first attraction to close. Yep. Nice. Indeed. Permanently close. Yeah. Uh, July 21st, 1924, Don Knotts is born. Hey. Yeah. Uh, I love Don Knotts. Comedic, comedic legend, I would say. Uh, he was in old Disney movies, live action movies, like the Apple Dumpling Gang. Um, I don't know. Was he in a Herbie movie? I don't know. I don't know if he was. I, I can't so. remember. But anyway, Don Knotts, everybody knows him. He's in Andy Griffith, if you haven't seen that. What kind of rock are you living right? under? What are you doing? Everybody knows the theme to that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. In diddly do. So that's Don Knotts, born July 21st, 1924. Uh, so I was very happy about that one. Uh, 1951, <laughs> here's another good one, guys. Ooh, yeah. Robin Williams is born. Uh, we all know him and love him as the genie in Aladdin. Um, good stuff. Miss him a whole lot. Uh, he was a very funny guy uh, and did a lot for Disney, it seemed oh, like. Yeah. So. yeah. Well, Disney World fans will probably know him as the timekeeper as well. Yes. Uh, so... He was born 1951, and may Robin Williams rest in peace. Um, brought a lot of joy into my life growing up. I'm sure he brought a lot of joy into yours as well. Yep. And now he's rolling in his grave watching somebody <laughs> else seen do the, the No, I haven't, and I don't know that I want to. It's actually pretty good. I have a hard time. It's definitely not 
the classic Aladdin. Yeah, right? I'll you stick can't, with the classic. You can't get there. But I do feel like Will Smith did a good job on his own. Yeah. I don't feel like he was trying to be Robin Williams. Oh, yeah, nobody can be. And I think good. you have to just come to terms with that. Yeah. But... I think if he tried to be Robin Williams... It would have been would have been terrible. Worse. Uh, there are lines in there that you'll remember the genie saying, I just, but you have to have those in there, right? I heard a, just a snippet of Prince Ali yeah. being sung, and I'm just like, I don't know if I can watch this. I I thought it was good. It was better than Toy Story 4 for me. I like Toy Story 4. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Toy I really Story enjoyed 4 Toy Story 4. Uh, wasn't my favorite. It hit me in the feels. Did it? It did. It just, just annoyed me. <laughs> if I hope people have seen it already, but just the whole idea of being Has able it been to... two weeks yet? When oh, you... yeah. yeah okay. That was the first... So if you don't want to hear this, I guess skip all, ahead. All I'm, all I'm going to say is it's the perfect, like, there's always a time where you have to let go. Yeah. And go do something else. Which, and it's okay. I mean, is a good message. It is. But I don't know. The movie that to was, me didn't feel. I enjoyed that. Like I thought the like the villain in it uh, ends up not being a villain. Yeah. Like you end up feeling bad for <laughs> yeah. the villain, and this I'm like, true. oh my gosh, it's hitting me in the feels there. <laughs> but I really enjoyed it. To me, it wasn't a tradition. It didn't feel like a traditional. It, toy it was story not movie. a traditional Toy Story because to, typically, I mean, there was like the rescue mission yeah. type thing, but. Most of the toys you didn't see through the entire yeah. movie. Uh, but I was happy. And it's okay. Because I believe they used old clips because... Um, oh, yeah, with Don Rickles. They had Don Rickles still in it. As yeah, not speaking very much. Not a lot. But yeah. a couple of them. And I was kind of surprised that they had him speak at all. Yeah. With Which I was happy being, about. Yeah. Because I was like... They can't have somebody else. No, no, you can't. you can't have anybody else do it. But I would like to know other people's thoughts on Toy Story 4 because me and my family really enjoyed yeah. it and really liked it. Um, we did all think that it could have ended at 3, but we thought that this oh, was a really good sure. additional chapter. Um, I think it could have ended at 3. And but I think we're going to get 5, too. Do you think? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, don't, I, I, I don't know. I really liked Key and Peele. Oh, my gosh. They were really good. Those two in that. Yeah. The whole thing with the old lady. That was so I funny. I died laughing <laughs> at that. It was so funny. So I was happy that they did a good job. They did. I really liked their characters. Um, I actually the, uh, also really enjoyed Forky. I didn't enjoy Forky as much. I did. Uh, Forky made I, me laugh. I did like... Uh, What's his face? Duke Kaboom or whatever. Oh, yeah. Keanu Reeves. Was his name Duke? Yeah, Duke, Duke. Duke Kaboom. Yeah. I mean, I think Keanu's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know really who did the voice character. for Forky, right? Uh-uh. Uh, oh, I can't remember his name. He's in Arrested Development. He's like the weird brother. Oh, yes. <laughs> I can't remember his name, though. I can't either. It's not... It's not Will Arnett. No, because he's uh, Job. Yeah. So you got Job and uh, Michael. I can't remember his name. I can't either. That's annoying me. But that's who <laughs> did the voice. I guess you could probably Google that baby if you wanted. But, but we probably should get going on yeah, the news again off, now that we off topic. <laughs> got off onto the new Aladdin and then onto Toy Story 4. Man, I would say just to close, just check out Aladdin. You don't have to watch it in theaters. I, I will check it out. I, at some point, it. I will. I would but say this it's is really good for theaters because the visuals. Yeah. Uh, just like Greatest Showman, I really liked on the theater Ooh, more yeah. than the TV. I do, too. Because the visuals it, are pff, right it's there. It's still phenomenal anyway, but yeah. um, you'll probably also be blown away that I have not yet seen Cinderella, Beauty and the Beast. or you seen the live-action Beauty and the Beast? Mm-hmm. That one was or actually Or there was another good. one that I haven't seen yet. Whatever it was, I haven't seen it. <laughs> but I have a hard time taking getting myself to watch yeah. these remakes because I love the classics. Beauty and the Beast was really well done. I just want you to know that. <laughs> I'm sure it is. I'm sure they're all well done. Like really well done. I just I have a hard time with 
anything. My beef with Beauty and the Beast, the original, was Emma Watson's singing voice. Oh, really? <laughs> to me, it's just, I don't know. It just seemed. By the I don't way, I don't know how to, to describe it, but it just didn't seem full. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean. It it's hard like, to compare to Paige O'Hara, right? I mean, she's Paige she O'Hara still sings awesome. really well. Paige O'Hara. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. That was awesome to be able to watch her and oh, yeah. Robbie Benson. Well, Robbie Benson didn't really sing. No. But, um, by the way, that's Buster. Oh, yeah, Buster. Buster Bluth. <laughs> uh, I love Buster. All right. Here we go. Let us continue. Yeah, let's get back to... Uh, Happy birthday, Robin Williams. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, July 21st, 1954 was the day construction officially began for Disneyland. That's cool. That is insane yeah, to me. From July 21st to July 17th. Pretty much less than a year. Yeah. Technically less than a year they built that. But also baby. technically a year. Well, not technically, but approximately a year. Yeah. About a year. Technically a year. <laughs> if you're getting technical, it's it's less than a year. Definitions. Yeah. <laughs> Words mean things. I'm just kidding. Anyway. Well, I'm not kidding. Words do mean things. I've heard this the kids listening, uh, words mean things. So say nice words. Yeah. All right. Technically a year. Lesson of today for the children. <laughs> say nice things to your brothers and sisters and your friends and family. That's right. All right. 2004, July 21st, Jerry Goldsmith, who um, did, was it the music? Yeah. Yeah. He's a composer. Mm -hmm. So uh, Jerry Goldsmith, he composed uh, Mulan as well as Soarin'. Nice. Over uh, California. So love that soundtrack. Yeah, it's a good one. Well, I love both soundtracks, but Soarin' Over California. You can uh, put that on anything and it makes it like, oh. I agree. Did I put that on your... Baby video. I made you that DVD with, uh, it was probably Cole's birth. I don't remember. Or was that the joke DVD I made? I can't remember. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, let's see. Did we uh, mention that he passed away on that day? Oh, yeah. We just mentioned the, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The music that he composed. He passed away. Yeah. That, he died that's that the day. whole point of this whole thing on this day. Uh, it's 2004. He didn't compose those scores no, on that day. No. Jerry Goldsmith died on 2004. Yeah. But he Figure did, we might want to come full circle stuff. on that. Uh, 2005, July 21st. I had to add this. And you know why. I, I know why. <laughs> the Tokyo Disney Sea, uh, Raging Spirits began operation. Um, and that's located in the Lost River Delta area, which is where Indiana Jones is also located in Tokyo. I did not care for this ride, and the reason is because it was so boring. <laughs> it was like the lamest roller coaster. Well, not lamest. Yeah, the but theming, it's a high speed roller coaster. The theming is awesome. Yeah, like it is the coolest thing. Uh, but the thrill level was so disappointing. <laughs> nice. Um, of course, like Bompor is less enjoyable than this was. Yeah. At I Lagoon like here in Utah. There's a ride called Bombora. There's also the bat that sucks. Oh, yeah, that one's awful. Um, Bombora is better than the Bombora bat. Bombora is fun, but it's not as good as Raging Spirits. Uh, but, yeah, the theming of this is fantastic. It's like you're in the ruins of an old Mayan civilization. That's cool. Um, and the track looks super old. It's really awesome. And it has a loop. Yay. Hey, you can't Loops. go wrong with a loop. Um, the only other thing I thought was awesome about this was the front. It had like these stairs that water was coming down, but it also had fire in the water. It looked really cool, That's especially cool. at night. But anyway, July 22nd, 1949. Alan Menken is born. Wow. Uh, he's Music a big deal. for the early 90s. Yeah, so if you were a 90s kid, he wrote the music to some of your favorite Disney movies. He pretty much wrote the music to your childhood. Yeah. <laughs> so he did The Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Hercules, and Pocahontas. And 
how does it get much more <laughs> iconic nineties right. than that? Yeah, if you wrote the music for like Goofy movie, boom. <laughs> I mean, he's already pretty much but legendary <laughs> just after those, but uh also July twenty second, nineteen fifty five. <laughs> Uh, just, uh, what, five days after Disneyland opens, uh, the Candy Palace opens on Main Street. So it was just kind of like progressively opening. Yeah. Um, not, I mean, opening day, not everything was done. No. They were still doing some work. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, so the Candy Palace opened, which is still there. Yeah. Something that's still on Main Street. Nice. Um, that was original. Yeah. No more Wizard of Bras, though. No more Wizard of Bras. Uh, also, in Tomorrowland, Rocket to the Moon debuted. <laughs> so there you go. would have liked to experience that. Yeah, me too. I've heard the soundtrack several times. I really would like to have experienced it. I think they could do a really good job revamping some old attractions. Like, I'd I be think, game for that. I think Adventures Through Inner Space would be so cool now. Edutainment. Could you imagine that ride now? Yeah. Adventures through inner oh, space yeah. with the, the technology we've got Absolutely. now. Absolutely. It'd be awesome. Just keep the original narration. Yes. <laughs> that is key. Clean if, it up a if bit. If that ever comes back, they have to keep that. And if they don't, Corey Get Burton. Corey Burton on it. All right. Uh, 1967, I read Bedard was born. Hey, she we is, saw her. Uh, yeah, she's Pocahontas. Uh, they actually created Pocahontas's likeness from her. But I yes, can see that. She is Disney royalty. Mm-hmm. So We didn't meet her, but we saw her. Yeah. We tried. Yeah. Didn't, didn't work didn't out. Didn't work out. But, uh, 1986, July 22nd, Brian's birth year, <laughs> uh, Floyd Gottfriedson uh, was... Oh, no, he passed away. <laughs> I have a bad habit of saying people were born yeah, when they died. Yeah, he definitely was not as <laughs> born the same year I was. But uh, very iconic guy in Mickey's personality. Oh, yeah. He Absolutely. created Mickey's. Didn't he create Mickey's, like, what do I want to say? What adjective do I want to describe this personality? Uh, a curious personality? A troublemaker? Didn't he add all that to Mickey? Yeah, well, he was kind of a troublemaker since Steamboat Willie. Or did he ma- turn Mickey into more I think of a nice... He, I think he took him from the troublemaking to, uh, mouse to how he, to is, how he is now. Um, because, I mean, right from Steamboat Willie, he was a troublemaker. I love troublemaker Mickey. I love angry Mickey. <laughs> I love uh, scared Mickey. Yeah. I love scared Mickey. I'll show you a painting that I saw. It was awesome. But anyway. I just... I like Mickey's... Like, I like Happy Mickey, right? Yeah. But I like Mickey's real emotions. Yeah. Because everybody can connect with those emotions as well. Yeah. You know? It just makes me laugh in Steamboat Willie that he's, like, pulling on the tails of all the piglets. Yeah. Swinging cats around <laughs> over the top of his head. Yes. He was, he was the troublemaker <laughs> from the very beginning. Which is awesome. Which I feel but. like... That was part of Walt. Yeah, that I agree. ended up in that. Yeah, I feel like Walt was kind of like that too. Yeah, and that fits because he was the original voice yep. for Mickey Mouse, and of course his creation. <laughs> and what were the first words that he spoke as Mickey Mouse? Hot dog. Yeah, hot diggity dog. Well, not quite <laughs> that. But, uh, but yeah, uh, Floyd Gottfriedson. He was from Utah. Yeah. Woo. Yes. Uh, as we are from Utah. Um, but yeah, he had a big impact on the mouse as we know him today. Absolutely. So, um, July 23rd, 1911, uh, Al Dempster, who is a Disney legend, is born. Uh, he did the background artwork for classics like Fantasia, Dumbo, and Song of the South. Nice. Um, all beautiful movies. Yep. If you've seen the background art, it's awesome. So. You didn't really pay that much attention <laughs> to it, but you have seen it. Uh, also, July 23rd, 1956, Disneyland's Junior Autopia attraction debuts. Nice. Um, I believe there were three different Autopia attractions 
The regular Autopia for adults. Uh-huh. Junior Autopia for the littler kids. Mm-hmm. And then... Midget, midget Autopia, Autopia. For the midgets. For the really, really little kids. The midgets. <laughs> so uh, that is this week in Disney history. 45 minutes into the episode. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's a good thing we don't really have a whole lot yeah, else to cover. Yeah, there's not a lot of news which today. Which is why we felt like we could take so much time on Plus, history. Uh, yeah, history's fun. Yeah. You my got, favorite. You got to learn history to not repeat. That's right. Bad history. Yeah, you, uh, you can't. You can repeat good history. You can't erase or forget history. No, no, no. Or you're destined to repeat it. It's true. All right, guys, before we get into the little chicken nuggets of the episode. (laughs) We're not even a corn dog today. Not even a corn dog. Uh, Some golden horseshoe chicken nuggets or something. There you go. Um, Before we get into that, we do want to let you know how you can support us. The best way, of course, is to listen every week and to share the episodes with those that might also enjoy them. Uh, That is our favorite method of support. So if you're doing that, thank you very much. We appreciate it. It's really helped us grow, uh, and we hope you'll continue to do so so we can continue to grow and get more uh, listeners. Absolutely. Uh, The other way that you can assist us is uh, through Patreon, patreon.com slash word on the main street. You can donate as little as a dollar up to whatever you would like, and it is a monthly donation, but you can cancel at any time. Um, and I think we're still working on revamping that, but for now, feel free to donate. Yep. Um, if not, whatever, but if you can, it does help us upgrade the show, provide you with better content, more content, and uh, better quality content. Absolutely. Um, and then if you want to contact us, there's a couple methods to do that. First, of course, is social media, facebook.com. Slash word on the main street. We're also on Twitter at WOT Main Street. And our biggest one right now is Instagram. That's where it's at. That's where it's happening. That's where it's popping. That's where it is. And that's where Brian doesn't spend much time. <laughs> but yeah, uh, go to Instagram. I'm old. I'm a Facebooker. <laughs> We're uh, at that symbol. If you're searching that way, you can just search word on the main street and we'll pop up. Yep. Um, but we're getting close to a thousand followers on Instagram. Really? So when we hit that mark, I think we're going to have to do a little, a giveaway. I think we should, um, be sure to go help us out, get to that thousand. We'll give something away. It won't be to the thousandth follower, but we'll just have a giveaway and celebration. So anybody can win. So don't wait. Don't wait to be the thousandth because it's not going to do anything. I probably should look up and see what, where exactly <laughs> we're at so that everybody knows. I think we've got like 200 or so to go, but it might take a little while. might not. So uh, just go do that. Uh, also, you can give us a call. Our phone number is 801-923-2455. That'll go straight to voicemail. Just leave us a message. We'd love to hear from you. Um we try and respond to those, uh, but not all of them get responded to. Not all of them we play, but uh, we get some good voicemails, and we'd love to hear from you. Yep. If you have any good tidbits, we've gotten some good information from voicemails. Uh, go ahead and let us know. If you don't want to be played, also let us know. Let us know how you feel about the live-action remakes. Yeah. And Toy Story 4. Yes. I would love to hear your opinions. We could even string those together because for a little as, segment. As you week. can hear, me and Sean are kind of divided on that yes. ourselves. So we're not going to harass you for having one view or the other because each of us have differing views. It's true. All right. And then, of course, email. You can contact us by email. I love to hear from you. Brian gets more emails than me. Just because I do trivia. He's a trivia guy. That's the only reason. But uh, feel free to say hello to me. My email is Sean, S-E-A-N dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com. And once again, you can reach me at Brian. That's B-R-Y-A-N dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com. Awesome. All right. Before we, before we get going, yes. we are going to take some time to have 
somebody on the show that we've had before. Oh, yeah. But I want to take a second. They have a new book out. I don't know if you guys remember early on, we had Lynn Barron from the Sweep Spot podcast come on the show and talk about their book, Cleaning the Kingdom. Well, they have a sequel book that has come out. Go check it out. Read it. I'm sure it's great. I haven't read it yet. I'm hoping to get a chance to do that. But they do a, a good good job with their books and their their podcast and yes the first book was really good yeah uh it's to me it's a little crazy how good of a read it is for just being about cleaning up the steel yeah uh so it's a really good book um and then their podcast they are two former custodians uh-huh. from disneyland and they basically talk about that yeah they have guests on they're really, really good. So Yeah. So here soon we're going to set up a time to have at least Lynn, hopefully Lynn and Ken yeah. on the show to talk about this new book. But I did want to make sure that we plugged that today. Oh, so for sure. that way we can help out a, a friend of the show. Oh, so. yeah. So go check out their podcast. Yep. And now we can get into the chicken nuggets. On with the show. Um, I'm going to start with this. The bottom one. Okay. Uh, so, probably a good one to start yeah, with. I think we should probably end with the top one. Oh, for sure. Uh, Not so, that we have an agenda. <laughs> oh, no. Um, so Disneyland. I love this about Disneyland. Yeah. Uh, they honor the military, I think, every day. Yep. Um, with flag ceremonies and whatnot. Um, but this past week, they honored uh, David Balavia. That's how I would pronounce it. Um, Sorry if we butchered your name. Yeah, he just received a Medal of Honor, and so they honored him at Disneyland. Uh, I believe it was his first time to Disneyland, which is crazy. Oh, really? Uh, But he loved it. He said that everybody was happy and smiling, and he really enjoyed it. They gave him uh, like a frame with a little certificate in it. Uh, Really cool. Uh, They had other veterans there that were really happy to see him there. Um, thanked him for his service. So if you guys don't know, Medal of Honor, huge deal. Yeah, it's Uh, the absolute highest military award in our nation. Yes. So definitely deserved, I think. And I think it's awesome for Disney to keep, you know, supporting our military and and honoring them for their sacrifices. So uh, from us, I guess, thanks to David Bolivia for your service. Absolutely. And uh, really great to see that you were honored at Disneyland Park. Yep. Wish so. I could have been there. Oh, for sure. Um, and if you haven't seen the flag ceremonies, it's oh, awesome. Please go. Go try Go check it out. Yes. It's just at sundown every day. I think I it's about 4.30, I think, is yeah. when they do it. So not quite sundown. But, yeah. Uh, very awesome. I think they have all the veterans stand up, all the military. Uh-huh. And uh, you get to see how many military people are there. You get to clap for them. Yeah. Uh, I think it's great. It's awesome. Um, Second item. I did not know they were doing this at all. I thought they hinted at this a while ago. Yeah. So they were going to be doing this. If you have the Disney Park, well, the Disney Play app for the parks. Yeah. Play Disney Parks. Yeah. You can earn achievements, which I have done. I'm sure you have done. I have not. Uh, I, you don't, I don't look at that app much while I'm in the park. I really like it. Uh, all you really have to do is, if you're in the vicinity of like the Haunted Mansion, you can put that you're, you're there. Yeah. And then it gives you your achievement. See, and I just I just don't think about it. Yeah. Like, I'm sure when I go next time, I will think about it because I'm going to need the app oh, for sure, to for really experience Galaxy's Edge. So. Um, so you can... Not all of the achievements have these, but you can get pins for your achievements. Obviously, you have to buy the pins, but you can't get these unless you're on the uh, play app. Yeah, you probably got to prove that. So you have to show them that you have the achievement. And I had no idea that they already had these. Uh, That's neat. But they just released um, one for Star Tours, one for the Haunted Mansion, and one for Pirates of the Caribbean. And I'm very sad that they didn't have, that I didn't know about this and that they didn't have the Haunted Mansion one last time I was yeah. there. Because I want that pin. Yeah, I if hope it, they keep that going for a while. If anybody can get me that pin, that. I will pay for that. 
Um, that's awesome. It's a limited supply, so once mm-hmm. they're out, they're out. That means I'm not going to get one. But, uh, yeah, maybe if there's two people out there that don't want the pin, come on. Yeah. Hook some brothers up. Literally. We're brothers. We're brothers so. um, but they're kind of cool pins. They look like the achievements you get in the app. Maybe we need to have Sean next time he's there just pick us up a couple before they're gone. Right. That would be awesome. Yeah. Come on, Sean. When's he going Please? next? I don't know. I'll have to ask our man on the main street, but um, they are really cool. Uh, you can get them. Let's see. So at the Disneyland Resort, you can purchase the um, Pirates of the Caribbean and the Haunted Mansion ones at pieces of eight. You just have to show the cast member your achievements. Um, the Star Tour pin can be found at uh, the Star Trader in Tomorrowland. Again, just show them your um your achievements. Um, or you can go to Westward Ho Trading Company in Frontierland for all of these pins. So that's probably the best place to go. Yeah. Unless you're right there at for Pieces sure. of Eight or the I'm Star Trader. About it. Um, so that's it for that. I thought you were about to start going into the Star Wars theme. Would have been fitting. Would be very fitting, because we have some news. We do. I'm sure you've heard it. Some news that kind of shocks me a little bit. Yeah, so that's the reason I want to talk about it. Yes, we posted this on our, at least on Facebook. By the way, this attraction poster looks awesome. (laughs) Awesome. It looks great. It looks like a movie poster. It does. That's what I like so much about it. Is it looks like a movie poster. Yeah. So cool. Uh, so, if you haven't heard, they have released the opening dates for Rise of the Resistance, which is very exciting. Um, very surprising. Very surprising, I thought, as well. Let's see if I can even pull it up. But the surprising news that we heard was that Walt Disney World is getting this first for some reason, I feel like it's retribution for us yeah. getting Galaxy's Edge first, so they get the big attraction yeah. first, which I think is crap, but whatever. Yes. However, it's awesome that we got Star Wars Land for, like, a few months before they get theirs. Yeah. Um, where the, they only get this for, like, a month. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, but December 5th, which is Walt Disney's birthday... Happy birthday, um, Walt. Rise of the Resistance does open at Walt Disney World Resort. And then on January 17th is when Disneyland gets it. So not a whole lot of time between. It's, it's not a lot, but. I they, thought they would open at the same time. They must really <laughs> have been far behind on this if it's going to take that long to get that open. Right. Because from what it's saying. Down here at the bottom, it looks like it says as soon as work is completed at Walt Disney World, <laughs> then the Imagineers will head back yep. to California to finish Disneyland's. So they must have really been behind. Yeah. I feel like they were close here in Disneyland, and then they're like, oh, crap. Yeah. <laughs> we are so far behind. Let's pull them all over to World so we yeah. can at least get this open. By the end of the year. And I'm sure Walt Disney World has a bigger crowd attendance. I don't care. Which is probably why they want this all open first at Disney World. Yeah. But I'm a little jealous. <laughs> I think it's probably the big thing. Well, it gives you plenty of time to save up to go again. Yeah. Um, so that's January 17th for all you Disneyland goers. If you're not going to go to Walt Disney World between January 17th and December 5th, then uh, January 17th, your date. Yeah. And I'm going to have a hard time not watching a ride through because mm. I want yeah. to see like what it is because I've heard so much and uh, we've had those rumors. I'm going to have to watch it. <laughs> so it's like, can that, I contain myself? That's my thing is like, I used to be like, I can't watch anything. Don't yeah. show it to me. I don't want to know. Now I'm kind of like, 
the attitude where, yeah, I can watch it because it's uh-huh. not going to be anywhere near as cool as it's going to be in person. Yeah, that's how I because I watched the cars ride when it see, and I held out on that forever, and then I'm like, why didn't I just watch it? Because that that was the same for me. I watched it, but like when I went there, I was so blown away. Yeah, because it's not the same. Yeah, uh, but I did refrain from watching ride throughs for Smuggler's Run. Well, that's because you were going so quickly after it opened. That's true. Um, I did not. I jumped on every video I could get. But the payoff. For not watching it was awesome. Yeah. I assume I still would have been in shock and awe. Oh, I know that I will be. But, yeah, like not knowing what I was going to be doing exactly. Uh, I knew the positions. I knew all that, but I didn't even know. Oh, I'm watching everything I can get my hands on. I didn't even know what the controls were like. I didn't know anything. So walking in and seeing Hondo was amazing. Yeah. So anyway, that's... There's a good side for both, I guess. Yeah. You're going to be surprised either way. but Yeah. My oldest is currently in the I won't watch anything phase. Oh, so. yeah. Um, note on this, Getaway Today will be booking next year's vacation soon. So be on the lookout for that. You're going to want to use our promo code for yes. that. Um, but, yeah, you can, I would get that booked as soon as you can. Yeah. Uh, if you're planning on going for opening, because that's probably, it's I mean, be, we were proven wrong for. <laughs> I know, but this is the big attraction. This is, this is the big one. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's uh, two stories. And they say this is the most immersive experience they've ever created. Yes. So I think this is going to bring those crowds <laughs> in. I, I mean, leave it to people to prove me wrong. Right. They already did. Once before this year, so yeah. I thought for sure we'll Galaxy's Edge was gonna be crazy. I think I thought Disneyland was gonna be crazy. That's the thing. It's like looking back on that, everybody was thinking that, so nobody booked trips, <laughs> and all of the annual pass holders that are local down there uh, are blocked out. Yeah. So people are like debating online now: is it just laying in wait? Or is this a big flop? It's not a big flop. It's not a flop. Uh, I don't know how you could consider it a flop. Oh, no. Um, it's just people didn't want to go because they expected. I haven't really so heard anybody say they hated it. Like, people love it. Yeah. Like, Even our man on the main street that isn't the biggest yeah. Star Wars guy was, in, from what I understood, yeah. quite blown away with yeah, the he detail. Yeah, he was... He thought it was awesome. I thought it was awesome. I'm a big Star Wars fan, yeah. so of course I loved it. But uh, it was nice for me to see Sean, who wasn't as excited as me. Become excited. Like, just be like, wow, holy yeah. crap. Uh, so it's themed amazingly. The ride's awesome that's there right now. Yeah. And adding uh, adding Rise of Resistance, I think, is really going to pick it up. Yeah, I um, agree. And I agree, people probably have been holding out for Rise of the Resistance. Uh, that's me. I know. A lot of people wanted to see it in its entirety. I mean, so. that wasn't my original plan. Yeah. My original plan was just to stay away from the first operating year of Galaxy's Edge because <laughs> I thought it was going to be crazy busy. Yeah. Proved me wrong. I wish I would have booked a trip for this summer. Yeah, and I'm also guessing that FastPass will be available after Rise of the Resistance opens. I, I have to say that they've got to do... They're, they're going to have to have something like that. It's going to get crazy. Well, I saw the FastPass machines uh, at Smuggler's Run. Yeah. They're there. They're just not being utilized yep. yet because they'll, they haven't needed get there. to be. But I think once Rise of the Resistance opens and crowds start to flow in. I have a feeling there's going to come a day when they are not limiting the flow like they are right now with the virtual queue. Um, Eventually that's going to go away. Yeah. And it's just going to be just as crazy as the rest of the park. So we'll see what happens. And I have other words on how they're going to regulate the crowds, but we are already an hour in a couple minutes past. Yeah. Uh, we'll save that for another time. It, it's but, funny. Uh, I always have people ask me, how do you guys always have stuff to talk yeah. about? Well, there's usually something to talk about. Well, and now Sean's teasing at something and, yeah. else that we can talk about. 
so yeah, uh, thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. We gotta leave you now. It's over an hour. We don't want to keep you. And I'm tired. And we're tired. Even though I'm drinking my orange vanilla Coke Zero. Yeah. Come on, Coke. Give me some free stuff. Right? Yeah. How often do we gotta plug them to get like maybe like a twelve pack a month or something so we can drink a Coke while we're recording? Yeah. You guys should all write Coke and be like. Yeah. I'm drinking orange vanilla Coke because, because of word on the main of street. Word on the main street. Even if you're not doing it because of us, just, just tell them it. that. Yeah. <laughs> Except tell them we need regular for me and <laughs> zero for. We Sean. have a Coke plant here. Maybe we should go like. Yeah, we need to go talk to them. Go talk to them. That's a good idea. So then we could be like, this episode is brought, brought to you by, by <laughs> orange vanilla Coca Cola, <laughs> the taste of summer. And then I could like crack it open. <laughs> You guys would be all like, oh, man, I need me a, an orange vanilla Coke Zero. Mm-hmm. At least one listener <laughs> would. We had a little listener on Facebook talking yeah. with Sean here about his Coke Zero. That was awesome. Orange vanilla problem. Yeah, that's why you need to get on our social media. Yeah. Interact, interact with, with us. us. It's fun. We're I fun people. Um, and I usually interact as myself and not as word on the main street. It's true. I'm usually the one on Facebook mm-hmm. talking to people. Right. As, as word on the main stage. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, if you enjoyed the episode, please share it with those yeah. that might also enjoy, enjoy it. the episode. Episode. Uh, share it with those that might enjoy it. Really big shoe. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Uh, anyway, where was I? <laughs> Sharing the yes. episode. Uh, if you like it, share it. Uh, even if you don't like it, share it. Yep. Tell people to share it. (laughs) Um, And then if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the podcast and or leave us a review. Yes, we like Um, those. We are on the following platforms. That would be Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Player FM, TuneIn, Google Play, and any other place that podcasts are distributed. (laughs) We don't sell our podcasts. No, we don't. It's free. Um... And then, of course, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash word on the main street, Twitter at WOT Main Street, and Instagram, where it's popping and happening at word on the main street. Um, I think that's it, except we want to thank Bryce Gardner for the theme song. Thank you so much, Bryce. Uh, you guys can check him out. He does music under the name or of at least Delta his Theory. music. Yeah, check out his music. I don't think his <laughs> wife would like you checking him out. Uh, but <laughs> check out his would, music. <laughs> he does uh, his music under the name of Delta Theory. So pretty much go where any streaming is available. He should be there. Really chill music. It's uh, like a techno. It's really good. So go check that out. And then thank you to Colby Lords for running our social media. And uh, that's it. Thank you guys so much for listening to Word on the Main Street. We really do appreciate it. Please join us every Wednesday, every week, to hear the new word on the Main Street. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.